welcome Cameron Buck from the Kalamazoo Regional Education Service Agency. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah. Thanks, Tom. Right. Thank you. Uh, we want to talk to you today about all the great things that you're doing for education. Uh, let's start out with uh, what what does the Kalamazoo RESA do? Well, that's a good question. Um, the the RESA or other you know other places they're called intermediate school districts or ISDs. Um, there's about there's 56 ISDs or RESAs in Michigan. Uh, they were established in 1962, and I'll, I'll try to simplify to best as possible of what, what an, a RESA or an ISD does. Uh, we are a service agency for the local uh, school districts in, in our county. Uh, ISD or RESA boundaries don't always follow uh, county lines. There's 83 counties in Michigan and only 56 ISDs or RESAs. Um, but really, there's, there's four main things um, that most RESAs or ISDs do, and that's uh, provide special education programming, uh, career and tech ed programming, um, Head Start and early childhood, and kind of the instructional support side of things. And we, we do that for economies of scale and where it makes sense, um, because not not every local district could provide programming like that on this level. Um, so it makes sense for one agency, central agency to do that for the districts in the county. And that's what, that's what ISC, ISDs do. Um, so very close partnerships with, with our local districts. Here in Kalamazoo County, we have nine, nine public schools, local districts. Uh, and we also serve uh, public school academies. So uh, Kalamazoo County, we have about uh, 30, roughly 35,000 students K-12 in our, in our local districts. And uh, we'd like to say, you know, we, we offer cradle to career services. So we touch, touch those students and families, all, all of those students. Um, and our Kalamazoo resubmission is, um, to transform lives by inspiring educational excellence. Um, and like I said, through, through those cradle to career services and support. Now, uh, I checked out your bio a little bit. Uh, you've been involved, you're involved in the uh, career technical education as far as K Reese is concerned. You've been working here for uh, several years and you, you've always been in uh, career technical since you got out of college, right? Well, I actually, I started my career, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a Kalamazoo uh, alum, a graduate of Western Michigan University that we have right here in, in Kalamazoo. Um, and I started my career in education as a, actually as a, a seventh grade science teacher. Yeah. I, I taught, taught middle school for a couple years. And if anybody's listening, that's taught middle school that they, they know that that's quite a treat. Uh, <laughs> seventh grade. So, uh, much respect to all those uh, the, those teachers out there. Um, I, and then I kind of uh, I, I kind of just fell my way into career in tech ed. Uh, I didn't, you know, I didn't know that much about it. I know in high school, uh, you know, you heard bits and pieces of it, um, and it's changed so much in the past twenty five years. Uh, you know, from going from vocational ed and, and the certain stigmas that followed us 
then. Um, so yeah, for the past 15 years, I've been in career tech ed and in different roles from technology integration specialist, a curriculum director to assistant principal and program administrator, and now here with Kay Risa as uh, executive director of CTE. Great. Okay. So I don't know, if uh, would you be a STEM educator in middle school now if you were a science teacher? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be definitely fall under that category. And uh, science was a, science was a fun, a fun topic to teach uh, for middle school. I enjoyed it. All right. Well, what's uh Tell me a little bit about the rest of your team there at the K Risa that that are yeah. working with you. We're we're pretty fortunate here, Tom. We've got a we've got a full team uh, that that operates under an umbrella that that we call career and talent development. Um, we've got a like I said, uh, a dedicated staff that we kind of have uh, three lanes of service under career and talent development. And we call those discover, ignite, and launch. And um, you know, our, our three lanes of, of service, it's a continuum of services, like I said, cradle to career, but specific for career and talent development. Our discover, uh, our discover team it, it has uh, our executive director, Paige Daniels, um, and that that lane encompasses career awareness and exploration work-based learning, and our Youth Opportunities Unlimited program. And, and a big part of their work is about uh, exposing students at younger ages to, to careers. We like to say, if you can't see it, you can't be it. And this, this is an exciting, uh, exciting program for us of services to help students at younger ages. That middle lane, Ignite, that's the, that's the area that uh, I'm fortunate to lead. Um, that's where students take their skills that they've learned at, at younger ages and refine them and build upon them uh, with, with formal coursework like CTE courses. We have education for the arts programs that are arts enrichment programs and then also our early, early middle college. And then our last lane is called launch. Um, and uh, we have executive director Sarah Mansberger that leads that work. And she would best describe that lane as uh, first jobs and fresh starts. Um, so it's kind of the, the launching point out into the world of work and, and community. And uh, K-Risa is, is fairly uh, unique because we also are the uh, operating agency for some of our Michigan Works uh, programs. So, um, okay, yeah, that's a continuum of our career and talent development team, <laughs> Discover Ignite Launch. Well, let's get into a little bit about, I've, I saw a research uh, uh, paper that you put together with uh, Up, Down, Up John Foundation and the University of Michigan, yeah. uh, which talked about what the demographics are and the needs are and the, the types of industries in the area. What was, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So our work around CTE and redesign goes all the way back to 2017. Uh, we're in a current, our current career tech ed model in our county is what we call, to, call a decentralized consortium model, meaning our programs are in about 20 different locations all over the county. They're in high schools, they're at our community college, they're in business and industry. And uh, as part of our continuous improvement process, we, we started to really dig into the data to see 
um, you know, what, what enrollment trends we were seeing, who was taking our courses. And we, and we quickly found out that this decentralized model is pretty inequitable in many ways. Um, students aren't traveling around to take courses in different, different schools. Uh, our transportation, transportation system is rather inefficient. Um, so, uh, you know, that kind of started our, our process with student panels and steering committees to say, um, we can do better. And our, and our superintendents of all the local districts kind of started that conversation of let, let's look at how do we redesign this system. It became apparent that a centrally located career center that could house the majority of our programs in one spot that was central in the county would be a, would be a good solution to alleviate some of the problems we were experiencing. And that's where we, we uh, partnered with the Upjohn Institute for Employment Research and then University of Michigan, their youth policy lab to conduct some pretty intensive labor market studies to help us determine um, when this career center is open, what CTE programs do we wanna house in the career center? And what those labor market studies helped us to do was really develop a rubric and a scoring mechanism to say, we want these programs that are gonna be housed in the career center to meet a threshold for three different things. What is well-paying in our county? <clears throat> what has anticipated job growth in our county? And what has an annual amount of job openings that could sustain how many students graduate from our CTE programs? And from that work, uh, we were able to produce a a list of recommended courses, career and tech ed courses, that met the threshold and the criteria for all three of those so that we know uh, when students go through these programs and leave that they're going to have opportunities for well-paying, in-demand jobs right here in Kalamazoo County. Okay. Did, any surprises for you uh, when, that, when you got that research done? Uh, you know, um, there were a few surprises there. There's, you know, there's programs that we are currently operating that uh, when we open the, the career center in a few years um, that we, we won't continue to operate because they aren't meeting the, that threshold. Um, you know, I would say, you know, my colleagues in career tech ed would, would say that a lot of what has driven our programming in the past has been student interest and enrollment. Uh, and we have student interest and enrollment in a lot of programs, um, but to tie so closely with our labor market information is, is fairly is fairly new. So we 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 are finding ourselves that um, we won't continue to operate some programs even if they're they're high interest maybe with students, but don't lead to well-paying occupations um, in our county. So. Uh, really what came out of that is a, is a strong need in Kalamazoo County. Uh, we have a very strong manufacturing base. Um, we also have, a, we have, you know, we're, we're blessed to have some, some fairly large uh, manufacturing companies here that, that are good partners. Right. We yeah. have a, a booming construction uh, pathway, um, healthcare and, and information technology. So those are four big pathways uh, that we, that we will develop some robust uh, programming around, and then some some unique ones that currently aren't state approved CTE programs that we're gonna we're gonna create and pilot and work with our state to to maybe get these added to the list of uh, state approved CTE programs, 
in areas like supply chain management and design. Um, West Michigan is kind of a hotbed for designers. We have some, some very, uh, um, we have quite a few employers in, in the area that employ designers. So we're working with those folks to help us determine what a curriculum in design looks like. Is it industrial design, commercial design, product design? Uh, so those are two areas that came out that are, are gonna be fairly new for us. All right, yeah, great. I know that, uh, you know, in years gone by, Kalamazoo was big manufacturing halfway between Chicago and Detroit. Mm -hmm. um, as I looked over that research myself, I, I, I was happy to see manufacturing at the top of the list. So, yeah. uh, and as we're going to industry 4.0 and advanced manufacturing kind of things, I think there's, there's room for a, a lot of things to happen that are good. Yeah, you know, I would say one of the surprises for me that came out of that is, is less of an emphasis on um, machining as, you know, when you think of manufacturing, a lot of folks think immediately of CNC machining. Right. And this, and this switch from, of, you know, a person standing at a mill and operating it to this mechatronic side of things, this combination of mechanical engineering and electronics and, um, the maintenance and the robotics and the PLCs and the hydraulics and the pneumatics and, and those things of more of maintenance, uh, um, manufacturing maintenance techs mm -hmm. instead of the person standing at a, a machine, you know, doing grinding, lathing, et cetera. So that's, that's one of the things that, that came out in our studies and that is being reaffirmed by our, our manufacturing partners. Now, I, I know that you've been working on this all the time. You constantly work with industry to develop things. And how long did it take uh, for you to get this research together, everybody together? And how can somebody around the country in a similar position go about initiating this kind of a thing as well? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, like I said, we've been at this since 2017, and we started by our own internal learning of um, researching what, what do top performing nations do in regards to career and tech ed. Um, and we quickly realized that one of the key, key aspects of top performing nations is that they center the employer voice in the decision making. It's not our, our superintendents, our principals, and us sitting around the table and deciding what educational programs we're going to offer. It. It's having employers in the room from day one, and we were extremely intentional about that when we started with, with steering committees and any type of focus groups. Um, I would say, uh, you know, our CT programs have advisory committees. Uh, each one's required to have an advisory committee that has to meet, you know, minimally of two times per year. That was a great starting point for us to, to incorporate those folks from the advisory committees into our redesign process. Um, every part, every, every part and step of our, our process was built with them in the room. Um, and, and I don't think, you know, if you don't start with that mindset from day one, it's going to be a lot harder to bring them into the room afterwards because, because now we have the support and the buy-in from our, our industry folks that have been along every step of the way to know that um, 
they, they can see their voice in our design plans, whether it be our curriculum, whether it be our facility designs, uh, they can see themselves in that. So um, we're pretty fortunate, but I, I would say it, it's start early and, and bring them in often. And, and their we'll motivation is, is based on a need for skilled workers. Sure. Okay, sure. so, yeah. well, now when you started this, as we'll segue into the next thing and talk about what you're building there, um, did, when you started this project, you didn't know you were going to get a donation to build a building and, and put, put together a big program, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, we, we, so we started, um, we, you know, we started the redesign in, in 2017, um, and we, we worked on whether or not uh, it would look like the community would support a career tech ed millage. Um, so we spent a lot of time on that. Uh, we successfully passed a career tech ed millage in, in our county in November of 2019. But we knew based on, on millage changes and laws, um, that the, the amount generated from an annual millage based on you know, property tax values uh, would not in itself help us build a world-class facility like we wanted to. Um, that, that millage is an operational millage. Um, you know, that's what we use to right out of the gate to hire our career awareness and exploration teams to start working in the local districts you know, you don't need a career center for, for that. Um, so we so we started with that. Um, but right, you know, right at that same time, um, we did, you know, we formed a partnership with our, our economic development corporation in, in Kalamazoo County, uh, which is called Southwest Michigan First. And, and we formed what we call the, the public-private partnership. Um, they are our hand-in-hand partners to help us um, connect with the business community and to lead the efforts of this public-private partnership, which you mentioned just recently resulted in the uh, announcement of a gift of uh, $100 million for capital projects for us and also the gift of uh, land for us to, to build the Career Center on. So. Um, our partnership with the, with the economic developers uh, was key in, in that partnership, in that development. Now, uh, the first uh, Southwest Michigan First is like a chamber of commerce. Is that, that correct? Uh, I would say, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, if you look at their, if their site and what they do, um, you know, they're, they're more, I would say they're more than that. Um, they work they work on attracting the talent to, to our community, retaining talent, um, and they work in more than just Kalamazoo County, but um, yeah, they're, they self-described economic developers. Um, and yeah, like I said, our partnership with them um, for that public-private partnership was critical. Okay, now, were they there at the beginning as well when you were doing this or were there other, uh, other industry people that were part of your board and then came together both they were there they were there as well um you know their board is obviously made up of a lot of uh of a lot of the same industry folks in our county uh so so folks from southwest michigan first were part of our our steering committees as well as uh representation from from all you know many of our sectors of uh business and industry 
okay, so now we're on our way. Every, everything's in place. Uh, I drove down by I-94 and, and uh, there's space to build. Yeah. You've got an architect in place. You've got uh, everybody ready to start moving, right? Yeah, we're, you know, the uh, the last six months have been uh, a whirlwind. A whirlwind. Uh, okay. You know, we've got, like I said, the the uh, the announcement of the donation and the land and the hiring of our architectural firm, um, and now um, we've just wrapped up um, our design se sessions with our with our architectural firm, and also again um, our business partners. Uh, community partners, educators, students. Um, we had 13 students in these design sessions that helped give us input about what what they want a building to feel like. Uh, we've been been doing benchmarking tours. We've traveled around, obviously, our state of Michigan and looking at uh, career tech ed centers. We've spent some time in Ohio. We've been to um, Arizona and Colorado, and we've taken some stakeholders with us to some of these these visits. Okay. Uh, so yeah, we're we're pretty excited. You can see behind me um, the big poster board up there. Uh, what that is is was from one of our design days with our with our teams, and um, the the area that's shaded in black there is is a, a representation of the space that that we were gifted in, in six of our, we had six different design teams in that session and everybody was given little blocks that were to scale of, you know, uh, an auto tech lab, an ag science lab, uh, you know, a mechatronics lab. And we were all kind of tasked with how do, we, how do we put these together and how do you provide common space uh, in the building for students? And um, so that was, a, that was a pretty fun exercise. Yeah. Now, is, is, are there programs set up in the different high schools that now will take place here in a couple of years, or is that the way it's working? Yeah, that's the goal. So like I said, we, we're in a decentralized model right now where, where the majority of our, or all of our programs are spread out. And the, and the goal with this is to bring as many of those programs under one roof as possible. Um, you know, the, the biggest thing that we hear from students about barriers to participation in our county is transportation uh, being spread out in so many different locations. Students, you know, they get on a bus from their home school, they go to a bus hub, they get off that bus, they get on another bus, it goes out to their site. You know, they're, so they're spending a significant amount of time in transportation and not the program. So one of the things that we're excited about is that this gift of land is in the center of our county districts can bus there and back, um, but also just the amount of resources and support that we can provide to students under one, one roof and one facility um, that we're, we're pretty happy about. Okay, now will you be also, you'll be working with uh, the high schools in the area as a program for CTE? Uh, Correct, yep. Yeah. And is there going to be a, and I know you work with Kalamazoo Valley Community College and Western mm -hmm. Michigan University as well. Yeah. Any, any workforce development plans, perhaps adult education type of thing? Yeah. You know, you bring up a great point. We, when we, you know, when we've been designing this, we've got some really key design principles that we know we want this to be. We want it to be welcoming, safe, inclusive, 
and a representation of our county. You know, those are the key key core values. Um, Kalamazoo is a is a very unique town. We have, uh, you know, we're kind of like a we're kind of a representation of the whole country all in one county. You know, we have urban, rural. Um, you know, so we have we have a, a very diverse county, and we want to make sure that that's reflected in our student population in the building as well. Uh, so those are some key design principles. The the other thing that we we intention are being intentional about is what we're calling a, a never go dark theme, meaning when the school day is over at two thirty, and somebody drives by that building on I ninety four, like you said. They, they better not see the lights off at 2.30. You know, we're, we're designing this with the feel of a community center for things like you just said, adult ed. Uh, do we do two generation programming and parents can come back with their students at night for things like that? How do we use, um, use it during the summer for, for camps for middle schoolers and do, you know, we're designing spaces in there for, for employers to come in and use the, the equipment to train their, their staff on as well. So um, this is, yeah, it, we, you know, it might be called a career center, but really we want it to have a community center feel. Um, you know, it's supported by the community through the operational millage, and we, and we want the community to have access to it. All right. So uh, it's just a matter of when it gets ready to go. Uh, is there anything that, well, you're working every day to keep it going. Is there anything you're uh, focused on now? You're stuck that we can help get you? <laughs> you know, the, um, I would say one of the, one of the things that obviously a, a building, you know, a, a new building doesn't, doesn't change perception. It doesn't change stigma. Um, you know, it might help with enrollment just because it's a, a new building, but we, we, you know, we are working hard in this time leading up to when the career center is open to work with, uh, as many influencers that, that we can, you know, um, parents, guardians, uh, teachers, counselors, principals, you know, everybody we can in the county to help to help change the narrative and change the, you know, the dynamic and the possible stigma that CTE has once had. Um, one of the things that we often say when we're out and about in the community is you hear a lot of times uh, places will talk about college and career ready. Well, the problem that happens is, um, you know, and, I, and I'll use many folks listening to this are probably for, familiar with the work from Mark Perna. Uh, that he's done. And, and he, he says it well about, you know, the problem with that is that many people don't hear what comes after the college and, right. you know, so, so we're, we're taking his message and really trying to change that. So it's, it's career ready. Um, we want students to be career ready. And obviously the career center is going to be a big part of it. College is a big part of it. Uh, we just want to make sure that students have a, have a path, um, and you know we want we want to see that path through the CTE center. So, okay, that's, well that's that's our, some, that's our call to action. <laughs> all right, well that's yeah. something you and I have talked about as well, and everybody around the country is it, how are the uh, students set up for success, and do they know where they want to go and what they want to do? So, you yeah. do have an area with a university, and uh, uh, you know the we talk about what's required to go in the universities, the high schools, the way they're set up as far as 
what they teach and what they encourage the students or what the, the students impression of how do you get through high school and what do you do when you get done? Yeah. So we work around the country with different people and, and uh, try to get uh, industry into the high schools and talk to the parents and say, uh, look, uh, you can, you can learn uh, career and technical education and still go to college. You can, you can take it at Western Michigan University, I guess. What, they've got a great program in engineering and technical education as well. So, uh, you know, those, those are the things that we try to, you know, we go to conferences to talk about, but we need to get more out to the parents and the students to let them know that here are the opportunities in manufacturing, for instance, uh, you've got 20 uh, top 1000 companies in the Kalamazoo area and what are their needs? I mean, uh, if, if there was one job, what's the most sought after job right now in that area? Well, I don't know if I could say what the number one job is. I, I would I would say it's um, it's going to fall within construction, manufacturing, or healthcare for okay. sure. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah. so yeah, you could take construction management at uh, uh, Western, and I'm sure you don't absolutely uh, have have to have the classes that our uh, college prep in order to do that. So. Uh, yeah, I would say you'd need to learn how to run a robot, and uh, uh, if you could, you could learn that as you go along. Is that is that what you're planning for the new facility? You've got mechatronics, you've got advanced yeah. manufacturing, construction. Yeah, we've got we, we've got um, a list of recommended courses that came through our steering committee work um, in in multiple different career pathways. Uh, we will have. Our plan is to have programs that represent ag, food, natural resources, architecture and construction, energy, health science, hospitality and tourism, information technology, law, manufacturing and STEM, transportation, and then uh, those two new ones I talked about earlier, supply chain and design. So um, we know, you know, obviously manufacturing, healthcare, construction, IT are big ones for us, but there's, you, you heard multiple other ones that also lead to well-paying in-demand jobs in our county as well. Right. Uh, do those uh, industry people uh, that you're talking to that are on your stakeholders on the board, uh, do they get involved with the, the, the school districts as well? Do they, are they able to connect with them or is it, uh, uh, is there a gap? Yeah, I mean, obviously career tech ed, we're, we're pretty, you know, that's kind of our bread and butter is, is our business and industry, you know, teaching hands-on technical skills aligned to certifications or credentials that lead to employment. So I would say we have an advantage when it comes to the, the conversation with our business and industry folks and the partnerships we have. Um, that's not to say that many of the folks that we work with also work with our local districts in different capacities. Um, but yeah, we, I think we, we help bridge, bridge that conversation and that gap. Um, if there is a gap with, a, with the local district between business and industry. And, um, I'd like to think that we're kind of a best practice in how to, how to connect, you know, business and industry to education and, and 
make that relevancy connection. Okay, one of the other things we talked about was educator shortage. How mm. are we doing as far as, as that is concerned? Um, we're struggling, you know, yeah. <laughs> we struggle. I, you know, I don't know the statistics off the top of my head if CTE teachers are, uh, I mean, obviously that's a critical shortage area. Um, so, you know, we're, we're doing things, uh, you know, we have a teacher education program. Uh, we're, looking, we're looking to expand that. It's not gonna be located in the Career Center because we don't wanna have just one section of it. You know, we wanna have nine sections of it in each, each local district. So uh, some of our districts are, are starting, you know, um, clubs at younger ages for students to get them interested in the career as well. Um, but a lot of it comes about, you know, through through our work and how do we model, how do we model that, and how do we talk about education, um, you know. So definitely a shortage area that that ranks right up there with with all the other ones that we hear from from folks uh, every well, day. You know, glad to hear that, that you you know you've got some great things going, and we're going to try to have some conversations around the country about uh, advocating for CTE to be more part of the education system and a logical way to go through uh, the education system. So yeah. you're doing some great things and, and uh, you know, we're gonna keep in touch and, and you know, keep uh, your progress going. I'm sure you're gonna break ground. It's gonna take a little while to get up going, but uh, we're looking forward to seeing that. Yeah, if we can help you in any way, let let us know. Yeah, I look forward to it, and I hope to connect with some folks that are on here and and watching. And if you have questions, you know, feel free to reach out about our process. You know, it was a it's been a long process, and we've learned a lot through the what through the way. And if I can help anybody else, I'd love to. And I'd say fall of twenty twenty four start to schedule your tours of a of a world class career tech ed center and get your designs because. We want folks to build off of our research and designs and, you know, help help build those next centers, too. That's great. I, I'm sure that as you went around the country looking for ideas, uh, people will be coming to see you as well. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. you know, keep up the good work and and uh, we'll keep an eye on you. Uh, any any other words of wisdom you'd like to give the audience before we leave? You know, we use a. We use an old African proverb a lot. It says, if, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And that's been a key principle for us, especially with including our employers and our community and our, our local districts. Um, we wouldn't be where we were today, you know, without obviously our partnerships in Southwest Michigan first. So I just, I think that's a key, key principle that's really, really helped us.